This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That Delighted to be joined by Manchester United's under-23 manager, Neil Wood. Uh, Neil captained the reserve team when he was at Manchester United as a player. And as I say, he's now, now involved in the, the youth setup at the club and has been for a number of years. First of all, Neil, how are you? Uh, very well. I'm good, thank you. Um, you know, Thank you for uh, having me on here and, and speaking to me and uh, taking your time out. The first question I've got for you um, is about the sort of last 12 to 18 months. Several of your under-23s have stepped up to play for the United First Team in Premier League matches and also in European matches. How do you help prepare the players for that experience? Because sometimes it can come around in, in, in a very quick manner. Yeah, I think, um, well, I think it's firstly through good training, I think. Um, having that training program and, and creating an environment you know the environment needs to be right for them to excel uh, I think it's demanding the high standards and you know knowing the high level that's required to to get them to that next level to, to try and get them up there uh, into that first team environment uh, and then more importantly I think it's develop develop the individual um, you know be that tactically um, be that within their position within the team you know supporting teaching them to become a better footballer so at the same time I think it's important that the individual works within the team you know to excel himself and and those around him um and for me one of the most important things is to technically improve the players so they can play at the highest level you know you, you see these players at the Champions League level Technically, they're, they're the highest level uh, that you can see with, with the ball. What they're doing with the ball is, is an unreal level. So dealing with the ball, receiving skills, passing range, you know, vision, creativity, um, mastery of the ball, football intelligence. Um, that all comes through work on the field, you know, different way, well, different ways to do it, work on the field, um, video work, showing best practice clips, communicating a lot to them one v one on one um so there's a hell of a lot that goes into it you know it's really hard to put your finger on um how how we help them and what i do but there's so much that goes that goes into it and um i, I think one of the the big bonuses for me is you know since i've been in this role that it's been quite a number of players that have that have gone up and and made the debut in in the first team and the managers really give them the opportunity. So um, that's something that I'm proud of. We're proud of a, as a club and, and something we want to keep doing. And we want to, you know, we want to find the next one um, and get them to the level to step up to the first team. You mentioned the manager giving opportunities to, to players in the first team. Does that make your job easier in the sense that the players can see a realistic pathway to the first team under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Definitely, you know, I think the manager's, been amazing in giving young players the opportunity and um you know he's a real master at giving it 
at just the right time, which you know I think we've seen towards the end of last season with Anthony Langer, who's um, he was doing really well in the 23s and and um, he got to the end of the season and he was really excelling. Um, and it was the right time for him to, to, to have an opportunity and, uh, you know, the right time for him to, to go into that first team uh, squad, training squad. And, you know, he, the manager gave him a chance away at Wolves and, you know, he scores an unbelievable goal. I mentioned in the intro that you captained the reserves when, when you were playing at United. Many former professionals, as you'll know, talked about the reserve league and reserve football has been so crucial in, in someone's development. And a lot of ex-pros wish it was more like a reserve league rather than an under-23 league. But from your first-hand experience, how would you sum up the, the level of football under-23 level? Um, yeah, I, well, I remember when, back when I played, and, you know, you, I remember playing against Paul Gascoigne. Um, I remember playing against Jardel when he was at Bolton, Ibrahim Barr. And it's just um, great to be on the pitch, you know, really challenge yourself again against them players. And, and that's missing a little bit. Um, you get the odd pro that steps down, but I wouldn't say it's a, there's too many senior pros um, stepping down. But I do think the under-23 is a good level. I think technically there's a lot of good young players in there, a lot of very talented um, individuals, you know, within the teams that you see that, you know, are really good players. I think probably one of the things is the the speed and the intensity it can't be matched at the first team level. You know that's that's a different that's a different level. Um, and maybe the lack of experienced players around you, just being able to learn off your peers and having coming into a, a twenty three squad and having six or seven players there that are actually two three old years older than you, and quite a few levels above where you're at. You know, coming out of under eighteens football. And kind of you're at the bottom rung of the ladder, you know, and it doesn't tend to be that way anymore. It's just kind of you can go from under 18s football and be at the top of the ladder in the, in the 23 teams, not like the old reserve team. So I think that's missing a little bit. Um, I don't know how you get that. I don't know. Is it, you know, smash it long? Is it, um, is it just play aimless balls into the channel? Um, and you don't you're not seeing that at the highest level. You're seeing teams at a Champions League level. They're dominating teams with purposeful possession. Um, they're controlling the possession. They're breaking teams down. So yeah, I think I think there's been games in the 23s where you're seeing that you're seeing a high uh, level of technical skills, a high understanding of tactical uh, situations, and I think that's that's good. It's good for the learning of the young players. Um, I think that the difficulty is creating that speed, that intensity, that um, that level where if you make a mistake in the Premier League or the Champions League, you're probably going to get punished for it. And I think that comes naturally with a step up in, in levels. I suppose one of the ways that the, the Football League and the Premier League have maybe looked to do that is through the EFL Trophy. And obviously you're, you're playing in that competition against uh, first mm -hmm. teams of Football League clubs. What's the challenge been like for you as a coach in those sorts of matches? And crucially, how have the players responded to it when they're playing against the senior pros that maybe they don't always play against in the in the 23s, as we've discussed? Yeah, it's been for me, it's been really enjoyable. It's been um, it's been a different challenge. Um, it's been something that you know we look forward to as staff and we look forward to as uh, the players look forward to it. 
just because it's it's is such a competitive game. Um, and it, and I think it's always great to test yourself against managers, um, players that are in a first team environment day in day out. I think that's the test that the young players like. You know, they, they like that little step up, and it feels different, and even the build up to the game feels different because you know it's it's you're playing against some senior players you know there's six or seven senior players that have played at the weekend for these clubs so um it's been really good for we've had some we've had great nights over the last two years we've had some success um we've won some good games we've played really well you know we beat dot robin 2-0 lincoln one nil last season, Doncaster two one. Where Mason Green was scored in the last injury time minutes, and Salford last uh, early last season we beat him six nil. So we've had some amazing games, and I think even the knockout games we've we've done well. We've we've been in the position where we've been leading. Tranmere we led two one and got beat three uh, two. Accrington last year led two one, comfortable got beat three two, and and it came down to naive mistakes and you know I think that's crucial for the development to experience that to learn from them mistakes to to learn from their actions in them games that were successful and that throughout the game so they're learning what worked what didn't work and how to manage the game as well sometimes just even Accrington last year we just needed to manage the game to see how and we were still trying to play and we were a little bit naive and Ultimately, it cost us goals that knocked us out of the competition. We, we talked earlier about the manager giving young players an opportunity in the first team. And let's be honest, for all the young players at the club, it's a dream to become a Manchester United first team player. You look at Mason Greenwood, who you've just mentioned, you look at Marcus Rashford, those two players in particular are examples of young players that have been able to make the jump and become consistent first team players. How important is it for your 23s, even for the under-18s and the age groups below, to have current examples of people like them who went on to be regular first-team players and big players at that? I think it's vitally important because what they all have in common is they've all came through the academy, they've all been at the club for quite a long time and, and it's a long time to spend without seeing anyone in front of you ever get to the top. And it just proves that you know you can go from being an under 12 13 even some some of the lads have been there since under eights being in the system that long and developing over such a long period of time you know and you can you know all the young players they're just desperate to play for Manchester United so once they get the opportunities they're all they all want opportunity that's what they're all they all want and um you see even Dean Henderson up there Jesse Lingard you know really good talented players that have came through the academy that um, are doing well at the first team level and, and it just like I said before the, the manager is is great at giving them a chance and, and knowing when the right time to give them that chance is I've, I've got to ask you about Cristiano Ronaldo returning to the club he's a footballer who's achieved incredible things in, in the world game for club mm -hmm. and country has his return to the club helped inspire many of the younger players? And are you seeing that sense of excitement and maybe even greater determination on a daily basis to try and make it to the first team as soon as possible to, to get the opportunity maybe to train alongside Cristiano and, and play with him and all the other first team players at the club too? Yeah, of course. I think I think he's created a real sense of uh, excitement around the whole club. 
around the supporters, you know, we're all supporters as well. So you're all excited. And I think that's what happens when one of the, you know, one of the best players in, in the world comes, comes to the club. And, you know, for me, I think that's the level of play we should have when you think back. I mean, I was younger as at every game at Old Trafford when you back there watching Roy Keane, uh, Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, Eric Cantona, David Beckham, you know, absolutely like amazing footballers, world-class um, players that every young player looks up to. They want to copy them. They want to do what they're doing. Um, they want to train with them. They want to be around them. They want to learn off them. So, you know, it's, it, the young lads are in such a privileged position to, to even go and train up with the first team now and see the players up there, Paul Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, um, Cristiano, you know, just to be around them guys and the guys that are delivering week in, week out in, in, the, in the Premier League and the Champions League level, just to, to see how they train, how they behave, um, what their body language is like, um, just to take the whole package, you know, to, 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 to analyse, to watch them. It's an amazing opportunity for our young players. In, in terms of opportunities for youngsters, um, how what are the key elements that you and your staff look to develop with the under-23s each season? And also, how fluid is the squad with the under-18s? Is, is, are players able to come with the 23s maybe for a, a period of four or six weeks and then go back down to the 18s and vice versa? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as for me and a group of staff, we always look at what the individual needs and how we can improve them, first of all. Um, so development areas, strengths, you know, we want to continue their strengths. There's a lot of uh, good players where, you know, we want to get them better at what they're doing and, and also get them better in things that we're recognising where it's just not quite right at the moment. And some development areas take a little bit longer than others. Some some we can work on quite quickly. Um, but it's held a lot of support for the players to do that. You know, is we've got staff around them all the time, on top of them all the time, trying to improve them all the time. So that's a really enjoyable part of the job, you know, seeing that come off, seeing that work. It might take 12 months, 18 months, but you're trying to get them to the level where you know they can get to and, you, and you've got the vision for them and you're selling the vision to them of what type of player they can be. And, and that's really important. And, and as you say, the training groups, I mean, we're always... We're always together. We're always bringing players up from the 18s. You'll see sometimes we bring a 16-year-old up to the 23s and, and give them a little chance. And, yeah, myself and the staff at 23s, we're always looking down at 18s, we're always looking down at 16s, 15s, 14s, 13s, 12s. We're looking all the way down and watching players. So by the time they come up to us, we pretty much know every little detail about, about these young players. So... Nothing's a surprise. We know we're not the light. The characters are light. We know the game in and out. Uh, and I think that's a, a real part of the job where you have to, you know, you have to be really switched on. You have to be, uh, it takes a lot of work and, you know, you, but it's so fulfilling when, it, when it's successful. The, the last main aspect I want to touch on uh, with you, Neil, is, 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 is the development that players can have when they go out and loan. We've talked obviously about development within the under-23 setup, the under-18s, those EFL trophy games, maybe even training with the first team. But you think of the young players that are currently out on loan. Two examples, Ethan Laird at Swansea, um, James Garner, of course, at Nottingham Forest. 
what advice do you give them when they go out on loan? And are you able to liaise with them when they're out on loan to maybe give them advice and pointers? And, and do they sometimes come back to you as their under-23s manager, even though they're with a different club? Um, it's, 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 it kind of, we have a loan department that will mainly be the point of contact with the players. And um, well, myself, I'll speak to the players before they, they go out on loan. Um, and sometimes it happens so quickly. They can be training one day and then the next day, it's the deal's done overnight, so you quickly get in uh, a message or speaking to them as they go. But uh, myself, I, I will go out. I'll go and watch their games. Um, I think it's important to, to go and watch them, um, go and track their progress. And, and it's difficult to get to every game, but I mean, every weekend I'm out watching different games and especially our players that are out on loan just to, to keep track of them, really. Um, and times I'll speak to them after the game. Other times, you know, I'll leave them to it and catch catch up with them maybe during the week at some point. Um, but we have a loans department that will go out as, at the same time and they'll watch games and there's always a report, there's always a, a video link with objectives and uh, evaluations after each game. So, yeah, no one, nobody's ever forgotten about, you know, we're always on top of it. There's always... Um, information circling about each player that's out there on loan. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're quite close on closely on top of them. And in terms of a player going on a loan move, obviously we've seen players uh, go up to Scotland and, and obviously players go out to, to Europe as well. When they're looking for maybe a club to join, as the under-23s coach, do you maybe work with the loan department to think of maybe a suitable club in terms of style that they can obviously match? Yeah, I think that's important of... Um, identifying the player, the individual, and identifying kind of which manager or which team would would suit him, you know. Um, but it doesn't always work like that as well. It, the, the, the clubs have to be interested. The player, the player's agent, might come with a, a different um, a different option that you know they've spoke to, or they might have spoke spoken to some managers that that come with interest. So. I think it's finding the balance between the player, the agent, ourselves as a club, trying to move them in the right direction for what we feel would, would help them to make that next step. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of departments working together. Um, if you come and ask me my thoughts, you know, I will speak to them and, and guide them towards if they've got two or three clubs interested and they're saying what do you think I will pick the pros and uh, and, and some of the cons out of some of the clubs that are interested um, and, and we can have a, there's a good conversation and quite a long conversation that goes on about it well, as we've discussed in this interview, there's there's plenty of talented players within your squad and age groups below, and there are also plenty of examples of academy players thriving in the first-team environment. So I wish you all the best for the remainder of the season and beyond. And once again, Neil, thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you, Callum. Thanks for your time as well. So we'll dive down to the ocean And we'll make our home in a deep-sea cave And our shells will all be open They'll be filled with song, they'll be filled with song We'll dive down to the ocean And we'll make our home in a deep-sea cave And our shells will